The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. It's the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. Today's podcast episode, I'm going to answer a question I was recently emailed. Why do people say financial advisors aren't worth it? Getting advice from a financial advisor can be advantageous in the right setting, but it isn't something the majority of investors probably need. The truth is that for most people, the reasons to not have a financial advisor will often outweigh the advantages. Stick around for today's podcast episode, and I'm going to explain why people say financial advisors are not worth it. Today's podcast episode on financial advisors, it, it's a subject I, I've actually covered previously, but I wanted to kind of give the information again on a podcast because I, I tend to get this question quite a bit on why people say financial advisors aren't worth the money. Should you get a financial advisor? And for most investors, for most average investors, I will say, at least in my opinion here, that you probably do not need a financial advisor. You're probably better off just gaining the knowledge yourself, educating yourself. The problem with most people that say a financial professional is not worth the cost is it's investors that are usually the people that can't take advantage of the true value from a good financial advisor. The reason for this is a lot of investors, they just don't have the assets to receive the real value that a financial advisor may be able to offer. They also many times have expectations that might be unattainable. The problem is for a lot of average people, they believe the primary role of a financial advisor is to attain above average returns, which is really just farther from the case. Now, I will tell you, working with hundreds of financial professionals over my time with a few brokerage firms, I can tell you there are a lot of terrible people in the financial advisor business. And this podcast isn't meant to to necessarily bash those people, but just to kind of review on the challenges of actually finding a, a good advisor. They do exist. There are a few good financial advisors left. The financial advisor business has certainly received a lot of bad press over the years, and much of it, I will say, is well-deserved. When you look at the, the Ponzi schemes and fraud in the daily news, it can be difficult to see how a financial advisor is both worth the money and the risk of actually hiring one. I can tell you that much of the fraud and teetering on the line of legal practice is prevalent in the financial world and even at some of the largest brokerage firms. Small infractions for the gain of commissions and fees is seen by many as a cost of doing business. One of the big reasons the majority of people will find a financial advisor a waste of money is due to those fees and commissions they charge. Moderate investors that would not be considered affluent will always get the least amount of attention from a financial advisor. This is because advisors make a majority of their money from their more wealthy clients. It's not uncommon for seasoned financial advisors to require new clients to have at least, let's say, $250,000 in investments to become a client. Even with a portfolio of 250000 
you'll find these advisors will have a few clients with probably 1 million or more in assets with them. The million dollar clients will always get the most attention. If you get an advisor and you are their average net worth client, you will likely not get your money's worth. Don't expect to be the first on a list to call when the market falls. When it comes to having a financial professional manage your money, cash is always king. The more you have, the higher up you'll be in the hierarchy of your advisor's client list and the more service you're going to receive. The problem with the money factor and having a financial advisor is, is most people don't have the assets to rank as a high client and receive exceptional service. This certainly does not make an advisor worth the, the cost for a lot of people. A majority of mid-income investors expect above average market returns from their financial advisor as this being worth the cost, as I previously mentioned. If you hire a financial professional to consistently beat market averages, you're not going to be very happy. The truth is that over 80% of the time, even actual mutual fund managers themselves do not beat market averages within a 15-year time period. Any financial advisor that tells you they consistently beat market averages year after year for a prolonged period of time, they're not likely telling the truth. Are there people that can beat the market more than others? Yes, I, I will say that. There certainly is. However, once again, unless you are wealthy, there will be no access to these types of financial professionals. The true value with most financial advisors is in their help with minimizing taxes by using tax-advantaged investments. They also can help with diversification. Truly being able to take advantage of these services requires an investor that has the money required for a more complex portfolio. Also, the people that really need help with minimizing their taxes, they're the wealthy. The fees and expenses for having a financial advisor manage a mid-income portfolio, they can certainly be costly. This is why, again, it is not worth it for most people to have a financial advisor. Investors that can benefit from the costs are the ones that have the most to save. Take, for example, here an investor that has $200,000 to invest with an advisor that might charge a 1% fee each year. That's $2,000 for the first year for the likely equivalent of a few phone calls and an annual meeting. The advisor will not get all that money, but they will get a large percentage dependent on their agreement with the employer. So when you think about that for a minute, is $2,000 worth the equivalent of a few hours worth of work? Using the example above of a $2,000 fee, think of how large this amount is. If that advisor is not at least matching a comparable index after fees and expenses, then you would be better off just taking your money and investing in an index fund on your own. This would almost always result in a much lower cost. Take a larger example here of someone that has more to lose. A client that has $3 million might be happy to pay a 1% fee for saving in taxes each year considerably and having their money looked at closely. That would be a $30,000 fee and it might be worth it. And this type of client will be you know, likely to speed dial their financial advisor from their phone and that advisor will answer. 
Another reason most financial advisors are not worth their money is due to the fact that finding one who is truly qualified can be a challenge. What many brokerage firms and advisors fail to mention is the fact it does not take years of formal education to become licensed in securities and insurance. Now, I will say, trust me when I say there are a lot of financial advisors who are not competent when it comes to finance. Some of them are terrible with even the most basic mathematical calculations. The truth is, financial advisors, they're salespeople first. Their job is to sell a client on the fact that they will take care of a client's money. Actually managing a client's money is what comes next. Their primary job is building relationships and selling to people. It might be surprising to know that there are a lot of financial advisors that will consistently lose money for a client, and that same client stays with them for some time. The financial advisor business, like I said, it's about relationships and sales. I have seen some really good advisors that know how to manage money that should be more successful, and also advisors that are clueless, but they are successful. It is not really that uncommon to see a financial advisor who makes $500,000 a year and barely knows much about investing. They might know more than the average investor, but not really what they should for their profession. Talking to an advisor one day, he told me, and this I will quote, being an advisor is the best part-time job for full-time money. That statement alone should tell you something when it comes to being worth it to have one for most people. And the bottom line here is I don't want to sit here and say that all financial advisors are terrible. It's just challenging to find one that's truly qualified and is going to, to be a good one. Most of the time, they're going to cater to people that have money. If you're an average investor, you're not going to get the attention you either need or believe you deserve from a financial advisor. Most people say financial advisors are not worth it because they truly just aren't. The real value of having one is only realized by the wealthy people that can get their money's worth. Most middle-income investors, which is the majority of people, will never be able to get this to complete the value of having a financial advisor. Most people are better off learning to invest on their own. You don't have to be an expert to be your own financial advisor. This is the case for most investors. You just need to take the time to learn. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money Podcast. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com. You can also send me any questions or comments directly at eric at smartstartmoney.com. On the next podcast episode, I'm going to take a look at working from home remotely. With the pandemic, so many people are no longer commuting to a traditional office each day. Is the remote work trend going to continue once the pandemic is over? The next podcast, I will be giving my thoughts on remote work and the future.